You're not giving me easy questions, man. I thought we we're going to start with some casual conversations about, you know, marketing, what B2B SaaS companies typically need. <laughs> nope, uh, I'm so. jumping in. We're going for it. <laughs> You're going for it. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to episode 12. If you are new to the show, welcome. We're happy to have you here. Uh, this is a show that is dedicated to us answering the questions that we get asked most frequently as a fractional marketing agency, specifically for business-to-business -business software or SaaS companies. Um, yeah, if you get value from this, we would appreciate it so much if you're able to share it with your colleagues, your friends. Um, and if you listen on Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate uh, a review with your feedback. We'd love to hear that. And then also... If you're interested in having us answer one of your questions, um, feel free to shoot it to Mike at Kalingi.com and we'll see if we can uh, fit it into the content schedule. In this episode, we are talking about hiring your first marketing team. This is a really big, hairy question, and it's one that we get asked most often, probably from our prospects and our clients alike. It's tough because it, it really, the answer to it depends on so many different variables. Um, and it's really hard, especially if you're a, a, a leader of a company and you don't have a marketing background to understand the skill set that you need to hire for in your marketing team. So when you make that first hire, how do you know you're hiring the right person. Should it be a product marketer? Should it be someone who's more oriented towards copywriting? Should it be someone who is strong with demand gen and paid search and social ads and things like that? Um, those are all the questions that you have to answer. And so much of it depends on a lot of variables within your company. So a few examples, for instance, the maturity of your sales function, right? Like, do you have an outbound function? Does that your marketing person need to have experience with ABM and setting up uh, ABM campaigns and sizing the market and doing all of those those items, right? Or can that can that wait a little bit longer for a marketing leader to step in? Um, so the stage of your sales team, the stage of your product, the stage of your company, um, the channels that are most effective for you. So for instance, if you are selling into a market that is unaware that they even have a problem. Let's say you're creating a, a new category in a sense, you're kind of entering a space where there aren't any incumbent products. You have to focus more on educating the market, which is very different from differentiating from a, an already accepted product, right? So if, if there are already competitors in the market, it's, it's, it's a defined category, it's a defined space, and people are searching for it because they know that they have a problem and they're trying to solve it with a product like yours, um, they may be searching for it. So focusing on capturing that demand instead of creating the demand, um, those are two different skill sets and they, they come at different stages for your company. So um, the answer <laughs> in true consultant fashion is it depends. Now that said, I know, Stein, you have a, a, a kind of framework for how you think about who to hire for your, for your marketing team if you're starting from scratch. Um, and I was wondering if you could maybe talk a little bit about 
how you think about the the skill groups and the skill sets you should include on your first marketing team and specifically ignoring all the variables that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, Mike, when you um, wonder what roles to hire in your team, um, it's interesting to, uh, of course, start with what you are already doing really well. What are the missing pieces? If you're a business leader, your founder who's you know, comfortable writing, for example, maybe you don't hire a writer early or hire someone who can help you with marketing automation uh, or someone who can, who's more of an artist, you know, can help you with branding, with design, etc. So, of course, it starts with what you do best yourself. But if you're making your first marketing hire and you're planning to have a small team, this is uh, sort of the list of roles that I would think about and then... I have my order of priority if you have nothing to start with, but of course the order can can change a little bit based on your own, you know, superpowers or you know what, what maybe some other people in the team who are not dedicated marketers, but what they can do. Maybe you have your product uh, team, for example, <laughs> helping you with the website. So the five roles are a copywriter or a writer, uh, a growth hacker um, slash sort of digital marketer. Um, a product evangelist, product marketing, which I think is something different. Um, and then at some point you need to hire a full-time team leader. Um, and so this is sort of the sequence that I typically uh, use. And, and any of these could start as marketing interns. I think the marketing profession uh, is so, it's so diverse and there's so much talent, but it's also relatively easy to level up fast. So you have to plan for losing your marketing talent as well. If they get really good, you know, they'll either leave your company. And of course, you'll you'll try to keep them by you know, giving them more opportunity and maybe becoming a team leader. But the reality is you only need so many uh, people in leadership roles. So you have to be ready for the you know, leveling up of marketing team members really quickly and also some of them leaving fast. So that's why interns are also a big part of building your first marketing team. So I, I always like to have a marketing intern, basically. Some college graduate or you know, someone who's still in college but wants to, uh, wants to work on the side. So let's go through these five uh, roles. The first one, the copywriter. This is someone who's really um, versatile, can help you with content on the website, own the messaging, the positioning of the company maybe even work with you on that of course very closely as the founder um, but they understand your audience they get really intimate with your customers they understand what their pains are what they stand to gain from using your product um, you like you want to look for writers who like to write well and, and choose quality over quantity i'm not a big fan uh, of people who push out high volumes of blog articles for example for seo purposes i think seo is important but it's not necessarily about volume or, or trickery anymore these days. Google is just too smart for that. So you need to find someone who's a quality writer. I think quality writing is not necessarily about style or grammar or structure. Those are the things, of course, you need to you need to be able to do. You know, that's what you learn in high school. But it's more about how do you write valuable content, right? Content that actually really answers questions, almost take a journalistic approach, right? Going to the the topics behind the topics, right? Why do people care about something? Uh, ideally, you have someone who has a neck. Uh, ideally, you have someone who also understands marketing, right? Who has a, a, a good feel for moving people 
through their journey, their decision-making journey, the buyer's journey, and marketing is all about you know, influencing people's behavior, making people believe something, change something, do something. So a writer who understands how to pull people into that journey, how to keep them moving along, uh, I think that's important. Uh, a writer has to be able to work closely with your sales team, with your executive team, you know, supporting them with materials. Um, uh, writing an email is a very important skill. Um, and then having some basic SEO knowledge is important too, right? SEO is important, but not necessarily to to trick Google into trying to rank higher, but more in that Google actually understands or the crawlers in general, you know, what you're writing about, that they can find you, that they actually can, can crawl your website correctly, right? You have to write metadata that describes what an image, for example, is about. Uh, that's the type of SEO that I think is, is crucial knowledge. So that will be the first role uh, to hire a, a copywriter. Then the second role would be someone who sort of, I call this the growth hacker, who sort of lives in the digital realm, you know, from marketing automation to always being excited about trying new tools to improve efficiency. Not tools for the sake of tools, by the way, but you know, understanding that marketing is all about technology these days, and there's a lot of tools out there that you can use to do things better, faster, you know, more uh, efficient. Understanding how to do analytics, how to interpret data, do something with data, you know, run A-B tests, do experiments. Ideally, this role is able to do some web development. Maybe not very deep, but you want someone who's able to do some front-end development, who gets, you know, CSS and scripts, etc. Um, and this person will, of course, own your marketing automation. So, you know, knowledge of tools like HubSpot, Marketo, you know, MailChimp even, you know, is absolutely a good um, good skill set. So that will be the, the, the second role to hire. After you have a writer, because you need to be able to write something, you know, good and have good content, uh, then the growth hacker sort of to, to automate everything and to work with data would be the second uh, role. The third role, because marketing and sales are so intertwined, is someone who's actually able to speak with your customers. I call this the product evangelist, who, who's able to do demos, webinars, you know, to to present at a trade show, to be on sales calls with the sales team, you know, and be able to there sort of present the product, do demos, uh, create videos, uh, train the rest of the organization into sort of what the product does. And this product evangelist role is often sort of mixed with product marketing. Uh, I like to keep them separate. So product marketing for me is sort of the fourth role. This is more about the five P's of marketing, right? Owning real core positioning of the company versus the competition, doing competitive research, making sure you have great market insights, um, do voice of customer research, turn that into customer testimonials, um, help your product team with the product roadmap based on those market insights. Um, understand sort of how to promote the product right what are the right ways to to get people to see it to 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 like it to use it drive usage of the product itself you know user sort of engagement um pricing strategy pricing positioning um being able to do campaigns when it comes to sort of price changes uh, really intimate with sort of those four or five p's of marketing this could be your first mba hire basically so that's your your product marketer uh, this person would also own a product launch and and work with maybe analyst relationships if you if you're starting to to pitch forrester or gartner um, to get the right profiles on you know tools like captera 
So this is your product marketing manager. And the product evangelist and the product marketing manager could be combined. Um, but if you have the luxury of four people actually splitting those two roles where the product evangelist is really focused on great sales material and, and sort of the bottom and the middle of the funnel converting people and helping sales to do so, uh, enabling the BDR and SDR teams with the right content, and the product marketing manager being more sort of top of funnel, driving awareness, driving sort of coverage by influencers and working with your product team on, on pricing strategy, positioning strategy. I would split those roles if you have the luxury to have four people on your team. And then the fifth person would be the leader of a team. Once you have, you get to that critical mass of four, you've hired four marketers. Now the fifth, I think, needs to be someone who can lead the team and is also very hands-on, right? This is the person who also will manage other agency relationships, who will have to, the ownership of things like a dashboard, planning, budget, um, sponsorships, um, Usually it's one of those four roles who becomes, you know, the natural leader of the team. You sort of let that person level up and then you hire um, someone to backfill that position. Uh, so that would be sort of the team of five, um, Mike, that I would build, starting with a writer, adding a digital, um, you know, a, a hacker, growth hacker, digital expert, digital marketer, then a product evangelist, very close to sales, building all your sales materials getting that sophisticated product marketing manager and then adding a team lead. And while you do all this, it's great to also have a marketing intern who is a great way to actually hire for these other positions as well. It's a great way to sort of do a, an, a, an extra long job interview to have a couple months of an internship. That's how I think about uh, your first marketing team, Mike. Awesome. And just to add on two more points here, if you go onto Kalungi's blog, so kalungi.com forward slash blog, and you search the word hire, you'll find, I think, Stein, some of this has been um, summarized in a couple of your articles. And then I also have one as well that breaks down some of the responsibilities in more detail. And then it has kind of a how-to if you're in the scenario where you're a CEO and you're trying to hire your first marketing leader, um, how to step out of doing the marketing role on the side of your desk and build the function in-house uh, and take kind of the the stress away from relying on freelancers and agencies and, and moving those roles internal. Um, and yeah, hopefully that gives you a little bit more information about how to approach hiring your first marketing team uh, for your B2B software company. Thanks so much for spending your time with us and we'll see you next time. Thank you.